Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson, and y'all listen to the Cogway Street Podcast. All right, it's another episode of the Cogway Street Podcast. Joel Pavone's here, Sean Dutra. I am Josue Pavone. The Celtics squeezed out a win against the Cleveland Cavaliers. I give them credit for the second-half effort, of course. But you take the good with the bad, right? Because the bad is another injury for the Celtics. This time it's Robert Williams, and Celtics fans collectively sigh. But you know what? We're going to hopefully make you guys feel better about the Celtics team by the end of this episode. Celtics heading to Atlanta, back at TD Garden. And I'm not going to say the rest of the schedule there, Sean, before you cut me off. Thank you. <laughs> but of course, we'll get, we'll look ahead because there's a, uh, there's a, there's a story breaking about a big matchup uh, going down. But Sean, I'll tell you all about that. And then, of course, we'll wrap up this episode with our trip around the NBA with Joel's in case you missed it. But fellas, back to back set a weekend at Cleveland. I mean, we knew it was going to be not fun for these Celtics team, but I didn't think we'd see them blow another huge lead and, and, and lose in dramatic fashion. But that's exactly what happened Saturday night. What was it a 19-point deficit? Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers said, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take that. We'll just make a comeback in the, in the second half and give the Celtics a, an L. But, of course, the Celtics did bounce back. But with Robert Williams being out uh, in that second half, that's the conversation now, guys. How are we feeling about this? I mean, Robert Williams at halftime. They're calling it uh, soreness in his knee, but after the fact, there was no more details, and from there, there's plenty of speculation. Of course, how do you guys feel about this? I mean, is this something that you think is going to be long term? What, what do you what, what happens here for the Celtics and, and Robert Williams? Well, I, I from from my perspective, you know, after the weekend in Cleveland, I'm steaming right now. Um, after everything that um, that seemed to have come uh-huh. out. You not lose. acknowledging it. Not even acknowledging it. No. <laughs> you, lose, you lose by, you lose, you, you lose you a game. No, you know. All right. <laughs> you lose a game. <laughs> <you're just fun. laughs> and then, 
And then, and then of course the Robert Williams injury, which I hope is minor, which they're playing it up like it's minor, but like, to be honest, as a Celtics, uh, as a, as a, as a follower of the Celtics and a Celtics fan, and if you're trying to support this team, I mean, Robert Williams is a very key piece of the team, uh, especially with Jalen Brown out, especially with, um, the fact that they're the, the schedule that's just coming up, um, with the amount of size that's on the schedule. So like, not, not the great. First off, horrible scheduling to have the Celtics in in Cleveland back to back nights in Cleveland, or not not back to back nights, but back to back games in Cleveland, and then to to go one and one. Even though the the Cavs, you know, you look at it on paper. If you don't know if it's the Cavs, you say, "Hey, this is the fourth seed in the East." To, you know, in the early part of the season, then you go one and one with them, you're fine. But then you find out it's the Cavs, and you're like, "Oh, all right, well." We should have we should have went two and zero, but um, promising signs that I take away from the weekend. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, of course. Um, I think that probably that's about it. Actually, Dennis Schroeder. I think Dennis Schroeder had a really good weekend. So there you go. Well, I mean, you did uh, you did mention that you wanted to see Robert get like more touches, like on the offensive end, right? So that that was a uh... That's a good um, observation that you made, and 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 he was doing his thing, you know. Uh, yeah, three three double doubles, I believe, in the last like four games. So yeah, I know I was I was I was I was inspired to see Robert Williams play, but like and and how he was playing off on the offensive end. But at the end of the day, like I know that when he plays good for a couple games in a row, he's going <laughs> to get injured. Like we should have just seen this coming. Like uh, the fact that we thought that it, he wouldn't get injured is, is I look back on now. I'm like, you idiot. He was gonna get injured. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think you're using the right word, though. I think soreness is the perfect way to put it, because that's exactly what we expected. One, he hasn't played 25 plus minutes ever in his career. Right. So that was to be expected. When you couple the fact that he was, you know, working out as much as he did during the offseason. And look, I'm not trying to make excuses. I know it sounds like I am, but I just feel like there's a lot of adjusting for Robert right now. Not just the, on the defensive side of things because of Ime's new system that he's, that he's, that everyone is, uh, is of course, you know, doing a good job of right now, but also because he had to get used to, to, to not, to, to getting the, the leash finally taken off of him, right? You know, playing second nights of back to backs and, and not being limited because of, uh, you know, being afraid of something like this. You know, I just feel like this is the process of getting his body prepared for the long run, for the long stretch. And any sort of aching or maybe, you know, the the being on the precautionary side is just going to be what the Celtics are going to do because they've been down this road so many times with other guys. Yeah. You know what also is interesting to me? Like, and I watched this because I thought Robert Williams was playing, like, very aggressive in the first half of that game. The fact that he was up against Taco Fall, I feel like he was going like an extra speed for some reason. Like he was just like he had to like he said, not go. tonight, Taco. Not tonight. Yeah, he was like, oh, you're gonna put Taco against me? I've already done this at practice. I've already I've already been second fiddle, even though I was a better big man. Like he was going an extra little speed there in that game that he got and hurt. And Cleveland's like, yo, wait, people are injured, all right? That's why Taco's up here. All right, relax. And like, no, this is a personal attack. I know, right? It's like his first his first minutes of the season are against the Celtics. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rob's like, oh, you, do you think this is going to be a revenge game, huh? Uh, right. Oh, oh, you think I don't know how to defend Taco, huh? <laughs> Even Taco told Williams, he's like, no, look, man, Jared Allen's out. Come on, like, take it easy on me, all right? He's like, he's like, I got six rebounds in the first six minutes, okay? 
you're not fucking rebounding against me, all right? And then he was like, oh, oh, shit. I don't feel, ah, damn. Is that my knee? Ah, shit. Taco's like, typical, typical, typical. <laughs> <laughs> Look who's hurt again. <laughs> He's not saying that. Come on. No. Stop it. Yeah, no, I, I mean, got- I mean, because of, yeah, because of his, his history, was pretty much his whole career, they had to just be cautious with it. He is their starting big man. Um, obviously in the, in the, in the second half, you could tell he was missed, but 35 year old, you know, Al Horford does what he does, but you can't expect him to do that every single night and play, you know, 35, 36, you know, nearly 40 minutes a night if Robert Williams is not ready to go. But then you got, yeah, man. That's seventeen points, nine rebounds, two blocks from Al. I mean, that's that's it right there. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, it, that's it. You're squeezing out, you know, the last of that toothpaste out that tube. You know what I mean? But then you got Ennis Cantor, right? Who everyone thought that he wasn't playing because of all his political comments, and and what, like eight minutes, put up like you know five, six points and a, and a few and a few rebounds, kind of like you know spelled Robert Williams a little bit because I think mostly they probably thought that Robert was going to come back, but when they announced he wasn't coming back, like all right, we gotta gotta go with uh, Grant and we gotta go with. Uh, Big Al here. Yeah, but I like Robert. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, no matter how, you, no matter how you place it, the best version of the Celtics is, involves Robert Williams. Like He's a big piece of that. So, again, yeah, I'm, I'm not I get you. hitting the panic button on this. I'm hoping it's a precautionary thing, as it should be this early in the season. I mean, shit, we're not even approaching Christmas. So, I'm okay with it. To Joel's point, Cantor, these guys, sure, you know, Put him in the mix there because this is why that this is why someone like Cantor was brought in, right? Because because of this, because they knew something's new going into the season that there were going to be stretches where they, they were going to play without Robert. But as long as he's good for the long run, then this isn't a complete disaster. And in the meantime, guys like Grant get the reps in, you know? Yeah, no. Last year it would have been a disaster. This time around, you know, you could even throw like Juancho in there. Yeah, yeah just get creative a reinforcement. Right? Yeah, exactly. Guys, if we're talking about. I mean that's that's not a good look for the team, man. It's like, much better than it was a season ago, though. Sure, yeah, yeah. Like like to your point, Sean Dennis Schroeder. Can you imagine last year? This team didn't have a Dennis Schroeder last last year. That's an L. That's back to back L's at Cleveland with no Jalen Brown, a, a banged up Robert Williams who can't finish the second game, and and no no offensive production from someone like a Schroeder. I mean, outside of Tatum, who else is putting the ball on the floor and and, and creating? Well, I think outside of Tatum, Schroeder. That's it, Schroeder, and then. Yeah. That's about it. I, I mean, the offense, the offense can can dry up as we saw. You know. Yeah. To be honest, I mean, Schroeder and Horford, and 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 Marcus Smart and Spurts have been sort of carrying this team. Uh, you know, Tatum hasn't been Tatum for a couple of games now. I mean, yeah, that shooting slump is real. I mean, that he hasn't looked great. Like it, it's it is what it is. And I was really worried about this with him joining the Olympics and having the short turnaround. But I mean, obviously he wanted to do it and he felt like he could, but you know, because if you think about it, his sprint has stuck. Don't start blaming the Olympics. No, his basketball. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Look at everyone who went on the Olympian. How's Drew Holiday? So early for those games. How's Drew Holiday doing, bro? There's there's a lot of, uh, how's Devin Booker doing? Not the best. You know what I mean? Like, what's your point? What about Zach Levine? Zach Levine, yes, playing, playing, he's playing well. He's probably the only Olympian that actually. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, obviously, but he didn't play in the bubble. So there's that. I mean, the the sprint started at the. Yeah, he was fresh. The sprint started at the bubble. So, like, if you think about it, Tatum played until the Eastern Conference Finals at the bubble, 
had a month off, played an entire season, did get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs, but then decided to play the Olympics again. Which, if you think about like that in like the 15 months of basketball, I mean, he's played like more than like more than probably any NBA players has ever played. Honestly, you know what I mean? Or played. Listen to Sean. <laughs> no, I, I, I would like to see. I would like to see. Yeah, LeBron used to do this for like three years in a row. Bro. No, nobody ever played the playoffs in fucking October and then started the season in December, bro. Like that doesn't happen. Well, actually, LeBron's a good example. Actually, he's he's not playing right now, so he's banged up. He's playing, and he didn't play in the Olympics. He's also fucking thirty seven. And Jason Tatum is. No, I meant because he was he played in the bubble and. You know, oh, I got you. I, I'm he just, kept playing I'm, after the bubble. He went right to the next season, the same way Tatum did. He went right to the next season. Yeah, to think so. that to think that the that Tatum wouldn't have a little bit of a slow start to the season, I think is a little bit, um, you know, closed minded. But not to say he won't turn it around. It's just, you know, there's going to be like I think Jalen Brown coming back is we're going to see Tatum miss a couple of games and get some rest after Christmas. I think that's inevitable. All right, well, Sean, what's up? For the Celtics, man, what's next? What's 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 going to happen? You know, uh, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what I mean. Look at him; he's googling right now. Why are you googling? <laughs> what do you mean, bro? Yeah, we gotta we gotta look ahead. It's that time. Oh, <laughs> we looking ahead, huh? Yeah, it's time to find out who's next up for the Celtics and how are they going to look this upcoming week. Yo, um, when you look ahead. You always find that, you know, know, there's always something that you left behind, right? Am I right? Oh, you're right. You're so right. Let's get into the Celtics schedule. Uh, (laughs) That's one of those lines that I feel like you would drop in, like, middle school. And everyone would be like, damn, Sean's pretty deep, yo. (laughs) Some deep shit right there. The teacher's just looking at you being like, yo, that makes no sense. Yo, I'm just saying when when you look ahead. (laughs) It's like, what the hell did you just say? It implies that there's something that you left behind. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to try to put it out there. You know? <laughs> anyway, Celtics seven and seven, five hundred going, uh, going down to the uh, what the kids like to call the A, Atlanta. Hey, down to the A. Max is having a good old time. I'm sure. Yeah, they're struggling. They're struggling too. Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm Rod is out there having a good time too. I'm sure. Lucky best. I, I'm just speaking the facts, but. The Hawks are six and nine. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. Yeah. Oh, oh, I get it. I get it. And uh, and the Celtics are seven and seven. Yeah. I but that boy Trey is a bad boy, so we'll see. Yeah. You're even, though, four. even though he says he's, he's even though he says he's bored with the uh, regular season. Yeah, I, I really think <laughs> ten games into it, he's like, I'm bored. Yeah, you <laughs> this know, bores me. Trey... <laughs> this bores me. <laughs> Trey Young not being invited to the um, to the uh, Olympic team was a little bit of a conundrum, right? Why wasn't he on the Yo, Olympic team? Forget, yeah, the, forget but, the Olympic team. He wasn't even he didn't even get voted on to the fucking All Star game last yeah, year. Yeah, but he's making it he's making it sound like those deep playoff runs are the norm. Yeah, you did it once. I know, right? right? You your first time. your first playoff, and you, you and, and you went pretty far. That's good. Yeah, yeah it's his it's his it's his like third season in the NBA, and he's thinking the regular season is already yeah. watched. Yeah. Guess who else? The guess 20, who else made it to the, the to the Eastern Conference Finals in their third season in NBA? The 2009-2010 Celtics 
that team was bored of the regular season, right? They had veterans on the team that was way, way older. They had rings on their fingers. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, they were fed up with this 82-game bullshit. They're like, let's just get to the playoffs. I want to get back to the finals. Like, those are the type, type of teams, only kind of teams that could drop that line, you know? Yeah, Trey Young cannot drop that line. No, even the Lakers. I even give the Lakers some. You can give them some of that, being like, you know, but not now, but, you know, like, you know, later on when they start losing games, they're just bored. They're just itching for the playoffs. Like, that's also, a veteran. Collins just got that major paycheck and is now, you know, not playing the best. Yeah. And, and, uh, the, I'm so shocked. I'm not. Not at all. Yeah, the same. Remember when Celtics passed on him, huh? Yeah, remember when Celtics fans were drooling over John Collins? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I want John Collins on the Celtics. I just think that he's feeding into this Trey Young regular season don't mean shit. Let's get the eight seed type movement. You know what I mean? I feel, I feel like that's a real thing. And that's the kind of guy you want in, in, in Boston, man. No, that's the kind of leader. Like, when you got a guy like Trey Young who's leading that team like that, uh, that's going to end poorly for them because the Hawks habitually suck. Like, they, I don't know if he knows this. The Hawks making the playoffs is like a, not the norm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a like, shooting star. It's nice yeah, when you see it. it but you know, Well, teams caught time. up, right? Like, a lot of teams in the East, they got better. Like a solar you know, eclipse, you know? <laughs> Joel, you know, do you know what they say about shooting stars? Like, you are what you say you are. You know what I mean? Sean's just deep today, huh? I don't like it. Would you get a bunch of fucking fortune cookies before you came on the show? No, I'm just <laughs> tripping on uh, uh, toad venom. Oh, my so, God. I'm crazy right now, bro. You, you, you got, and Mike Tyson, man. Sean's got, like, seven of those, like, fortune cookie things in his wallet. He's reading them off one by one. <laughs> <laughs> hey. like, I'm going to really get to them today. All right, who's next? All right, then the Celtics come back to... Uh, come back to the old TD Garden to take. I was on, say, they're not going back to Cleveland. Are they? Take on the rival. They might as well be uh the Lakers, the uh, Los Angeles Lakers, making their annual trip to Boston on Friday. Let's go. Which is interesting. It's mad early this year. What the fuck? Mad early, yeah. mad early. But you know what? I a little think, early for Southern Lakers. That's true. I think. And not only I that, think, they 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 see him again in like two weeks. I think it's great because I feel like the Lakers right now are obviously floundering. They have their their eight and seven, Celtics seven and seven. Uh, the Lakers, they're 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 coming. They have a big game against the Bucks coming into this game. So like they, you could legitimately be looking at a five hundred team, you know, playing a you know another five hundred team. Yes, yeah, basically two <laughs> five hundred teams where. Where this is going to be like it doesn't even matter. I know, right? <laughs> do, the, the, That's exactly yeah. what people are going to say. Like, oh, it's just uh, yeah. not so, what, yeah, that was that was low key a preseason match, right? Not not what yeah. you usually want to see in the middle of the season or the beginning of a season. But uh, yeah, both these teams right now pretty bad. But, I, but what I, about what about LeBron though? That changes things if LeBron plays. Yeah, LeBron. LeBron, LeBron could be making his uh, return in Boston. There's a lot of lot of media reports right now that says LeBron. Is gonna use his TD Garden medicine to get better and and probably blow up on the Celtics. I thought you're gonna say some kind of like clause or something. He's gonna use his uh, exception rule. <laughs> his abdominal strains, and I imagine gonna be you know he's gonna feel better. And uh, you know what was a reportedly a month off. He's gonna just have two weeks off just because. Yeah, cause he likes I don't, to do know, like I don't know if you know this, but um, that LeBron- that and the fact that Westbrook has been playing like shit. Yeah, and LeBron plays really well in uh, TD Garden. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, yeah. yeah, I'm aware. 
<laughs> I seen it. I he's seen he's it. good. Well, how about sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say the most important matchup though is really um you know is Dwight Howard gonna kinda how is he gonna play, right? I don't know. He might be playing against Grant Williams if Robert Williams, if Robert's not available. Nah, I mean No, not Grant, but you know. Somebody. <laughs> I I, yeah, did, I what do you guys think about the Lakers, to be honest? Like I look at their I look I was at gonna their, say, man, the Celtics should say, you know what, LA, I see your LeBron and I hope you won Jalen. Like, come on, man. Like, you know, God forbid something something happens, but Jalen said that he was going to see how he was going to – he was going to wait and see how he, how, how he would feel for the for the Cavs game, right? You don't have to rush him for, for a matchup against the Hawks. So why don't you go into this Lakers matchup, maybe put a minutes restriction on there, but this is a great matchup for him to play against LeBron. They're both coming back from injuries. They're both trying to get into the swing of things along with their damn teams. They're trying to find – both sides are trying to find some momentum here. I think this could be that game where they, they that galvanizes this team. I'm not saying they're going to go off and you know rattle off seven wins in a row, but it's going to be one of those like you know pride wins. Like yo, let's go out there, show some pride, and 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 give them a good matchup for this rivalry. Yeah, so, house, you know, no, right I, I like I like that, but like, what about this? Or what if LeBron doesn't play? Do you still have Jalen play? Oh, they don't play Jalen. No, no, I said him. All right. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, all, right, all right, all right, cool. I honestly think a little bit differently about it. Sway. I mean, when we're talking about the the Jalen, do we you, you pull him back for this game? I say you sit him because you know what? Historically, in Jason Tatum's career, he plays extremely well against the Lakers. And if I want him to have a hero ball game where he goes out against 50 and maybe jump starts his season, breaks out of his slumps, like I want Jason Tatum no, to have no, the ball. No. Every I, don't like, I don't like this at all. I don't like anything about this. And neither does, neither I don't does want him Udoka. doing that without Jalen because they have to figure it out together, right? The oh. last time he did something like that against the Lakers was in L.A. I was there. It was the heck of a matchup, but they lost. I've never seen Jason Tatum so damn happy after a, after an L. I get it, okay? You did it at, at Staples Center, your hero's house, you know? It, it was it was weeks after Kobe had passed, so I, I, I get it. But I was just like, man, like, I want to see this guy put put together a win. Him and Jalen put together a win on that, on that type of stage, right? Where they both could shine. Yeah, and even, I mean, and Jalen even, like, went off in that game and they blew it like a 20-point lead. And lost by fucking one point. Like, you might as well just have gotten blown out in that game. Denzel yeah, was so happy. I think I, I know what you I know what you mean, but I'm I'm thinking of this a little bit differently. I think that, you know, there's gonna be injuries this season. Like you you wanna ride Tatum, you need to get him out of his funk. What better to bring the Lakers into Boston and see if he can if he can get up for that matchup? Because oh, okay, I get it, but like one thing that I've seen, one thing that I have seen from Tatum this year is when Somebody does like challenge him on the defensive end. He responds. He responds. Like if he can get up, I think, I think all this is, it's a mental thing for Tatum. Like he's burnt out a little bit. Maybe this game sparks it up a little bit. I don't know. I'm I'm hoping it does. If LeBron's not playing, I'm all for sparking it up. If LeBron's not playing, who's. Who's gonna hey, Who's gonna hey. have him spark it up? Hey, you are. Who's gonna Who's gonna Who's gonna light that fire under under Tatum if he's already shooting? You know, eight for twenty, seven for twenty three. Like it's not like he's shooting less. You guys are also You guys are also totally overlooking the uh, revenge game factor for uh, yeah. Schroeder. Uh, Dennis Schroeder's got a bone to pick. Yeah, Schroeder yeah. is um, be the we guy. Have, uh, we, we've overlooked that. That's true. 
Yeah. You're asking who's the guy that's going to pick Tatum up? I wouldn't be surprised if if, if uh, Schroeder goes for 40 in this game, bro. The- bro. You know how I feel about this. You know that I think, especially if LeBron plays, yes. you know that I'm a firm believer that he does not fuck with LeBron James. And it stems for it stems from before he was a Laker, right? It's just only it, yeah. the experience in LA only added to it. To I the think that he I, has against, against LeBron James. I think there's a fine line between Schroeder going for 30 and 10, or Schroeder getting kicked out in the first quarter. All the reason, I, all the reason why I don't think LeBron plays because he's just like yeah. you know they're on a, the the Lakers are on a, like a five six game road trip. I mean, I think the Celtics is game number two for them. LeBron, LeBron's going to play. Le- the people that are leaking this is LeBron's camp. It's just Woj. Like, no one else is talking about, about Woj. Yeah. Only because, because the game is going to be on ESPN, so it's like it adds hype to yeah, it. Yeah, and LeBron's like, don't worry. I'm playing for the Lakers game. You can tell everybody. I mean, I'm playing for the Celtics game. I, I'm, I'm going to be there. You know what I mean? I think it's like, so you still playing or? Yeah, he's playing. <laughs> yeah. All right, who's there? Are we still going? Uh, yeah, the next night, back to back, you got the Thunder. Coming to the Celtics, talk about Schroeder revenge tour, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you got the Lake, you got the Hawks, Lakers, Thunder. Well, okay, okay, so you didn't do them dirty like the Lakers did. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, for real, the NBA, you can't make this stuff up, man. I'm telling they, you, these storylines. They're just like, wait, oh, you're signing Dennis. Okay, we're gonna put a, right in the lull of November before Thanksgiving, we're gonna go all Dennis Schroeder's old teams, Hawks, Lakers. Thunder. There and, you go. And to, add, and to add to the spice, at home too. At home. I was gonna walk into I was gonna walk to that arena and look at Dennis and be like, it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Let's do it. Oh uh, boy. You guys forgot about the Josh Richardson uh revenge tour uh last weekend on the weekend before when there was uh Dallas and then and then Miami. Oh Miami and then Dallas. Oh yeah, true, true. Yeah, that- and a team, though, talk about one of the more like unlikeliest like number one seeds in recent history. Like, what? That Atlanta team that was number one seed that won sixty games that year. Oh yeah, shorter was four, like, four yeah. all stars. Like, fuck did I come from? Yeah, that was wild. That was wild. Then, oh, you're right. <laughs> I just I forgot about the Hawks. It's Hawks, Lakers, and, well, and Schroeder. Oh, you know okay, what? See. Like there's, there's, Yo, that there's, team was nice, man. That Hawks team, it was just, it just wasn't their time. Man. No, I mean you had, I mean you, people forget about how how filthy Millsap was. He was the best player yeah. on that team. He was the best player on that team. Him best, and Adam, like a one and I mean one A and one B. Forget I mean, ISO you, Joe. Had, you had you had up and coming Budenholzer running the squad, which was like he was like you know before he became alcoholic champion Budenholzer. He was he was. He was a little energetic. I mean, Al Horford was the vet. Millsap was the best player. You had Kyle Korver going off. Jeff Teague was a legitimate, like, top six, seven point guard in the NBA. Point guard, yeah. So, those were the Schroeder coming off the bench, man, with John Collins coming off the bench, too. So, nice, nice looking squad there, you know? I'm I'm not surprised. Anyways, what are we talking about? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's your fucking segment, bro. Go no, nuts. It's all over. It's all over. What are we going to right, we'll, we'll wrap it up then. Fuck. <laughs> all right. And then, and then comes, okay, you know what? Let's just get into it because we're probably not going to podcast early next week. You got the Rockets at, at the home. Uh, the Celtics have a, have <laughs> a, the Celtics have a four game homestand right before Thanksgiving, which is nice. Thanks, NBA. Thank you. Because now Sway is going to be home for Thanksgiving. I'm sure the Pavones, are very happy, uh, you know, that uh, you got the Lakers, Thunder, 
Then the Rockets come on Monday, and then the game everyone's been waiting for, but not really waiting for anymore. Not really. <laughs> Kyrie, it just sort of, you know, it doesn't exist anymore, which I love. Uh, <laughs> the Nets come to the box. No longer a thing. <laughs> All right, well done, Sean. Yeah. I've, I've, I've realized that Sean hasn't made predictions yet. Oh, oh shit. You, didn't do, you didn't do that last week. What's going on? Oh, shit. This guy's rusty. No. Uh, okay, so what do we got? We got the Hawks. Five games. I gave you a five-game spread, and you want me to predict it, bro? <laughs> Wait, was it five? How many are four? Yeah, we got, we, got the, we got the Hawks. We got the Lakers. We got the Thunder. Oh, we got the Rockets, and then we got the Nets, kid. Yeah, man, be real. What you got? I'm going to be real with you. I mean, Hawks, tough going on the road. Then you got four straight home games. So, you know, if you think you're playing 75% at home with that tough game on the road, then, I mean, I'm going to go 5-0, and oh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, carry the one. Sean's yeah, probably. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you know what, Sean? Carry the word. You know what, Sean? Normally, I would just be mad at you or whatever. And and, and the reason why I'm going to say that maybe three and two, you know what? Maybe four and one would be would be incredible and, and likely is because of the way the team's been playing defense. Like, say what you want about the Cavs matchup. Say what you want about the way this team has looked the last week or so. But they're playing some of the best defense in the NBA. No, like, the last they're, limiting, they're limiting teams to not only under 100 points, but in the last seven games, these opponents are averaging damn near like 93 points. Like To put that into perspective, the number one defense allows closer to 100 points. You know what I mean? Like, that's what... Oh, sure, sure. Like, the best defensive team, you know, the, the, the Denver Nuggets, right? They give up pretty much 100 points a game, or 98.9 to be exact. And the Celtics at this rate, now don't get me wrong, I'm not saying this is going to be the norm or this could be sustainable for at least another 10, 20 games. But these next five games, if they lose one or two, it wouldn't shock me if they're able to limit teams to anywhere under 100 points. If they can do that, if they can keep the streak going. I mean, they've already done it for five of the last seven games. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, and, and this gives this gives Jason Tatum a chance to uh, to wake up. Especially in Atlanta. Yeah, so that you're not rushing Jalen Brown to come back and – you know, Ime, you've got to continue to trust guys coming off the bench because, you know, it's, it seems like every other game there's there's someone that goes down, whether it's, you know, illness or whatever the case may be. But, you know, start start uh, relying on some of this uh, this uh, this bench depth a little bit. BD. Yeah, BD. Yeah. Bench depth. We're back and we're better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus. That's CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. It's bet online where the game starts. All right, it's time to wrap things up. The way we wrap up every single episode here on Causeway Street, 
with Joel's In Case You Missed It. 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 Joel, what do we miss? Ben Simmons. Surprise, surprise. Has reportedly uh, been fined by the 76ers for failing to travel on their six-game road trip, according to The Athletic. Simmons believes that the team continues to try to force him back on the floor. Despite his mental health concerns, the team, however, has maintained the position that until there's information otherwise from their mental health specialists, Simmons is expected to return to the court. Okay. I understand if you're not mentally prepared to take the floor. I get that. I'm all for Look, Listen, take your time, Ben, but you have to join the team. Like, you know, there's, there's certain standards that I think this Philadelphia 76ers could set and be understanding and say, look, you want Zoom sessions? You know, you want to talk to your therapist and take your time? Okay, that's fine. But can you just join the team? Can you can you have conversations with us? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like that's, that step is really important for these guys. Especially, if, if they get a chance of making this work. Yeah, especially with Embiid out. Like, right now, they're riding a, exactly. like a, a four-game like, losing streak. On. And it's like, yo, this is your time to at least try to step up and try to, you know, incorporate yourself a little bit. It's not like the Kyrie situation when the Nets are like, nah, man. Stay away. You you made your choice, so you know. In the meantime, we don't want you around. This is the opposite. They're like, "Yo, we actually want you around," but he's just refusing to to cooperate. Yo, know, I I just I just think that you can't start with asking for a trade and then turn this into a mental health issue. That's what I what I see as. Well, I, like- I, well, I mean, we kind of touched upon it last episode. I just I feel like this is more of a way to. Um, to get paid and 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 possibly rush the the process for him to actually get traded, but the, the Sixers yeah, are in no rush I, to trade him. I look at like the you know the the Calvin Ridley situation in football, right? I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but he basically was like number one receiver for the Atlanta Falcons, having a really good year, like really playing really well, and all of a sudden he's just like, hey, I need to stop playing football. I need time away from the team. Yeah. I, I'm not going to tell you guys why, but I just, I need it. And everyone's like, has there been any more development? Cause that, that, that's how, that's all I know about it. Yeah, no, that's it. And no one's asked questions. No one's wondered about it, but it's like, okay, no. like give him time to figure whatever he needs to figure out, out. And like, you know, if he, if, if it's really something that's like bothering him and like, he can't play football anymore. Like, okay, there's an option for that. You know what I mean? You just don't play football. It's fine. Yeah. The fact that he's like, oh, I want to get traded because I don't want to be here anymore. And that's how we started his argument. And then he turns it into a mental health issue, which like if you have mental health issues, like that's fine. But going to another team, I don't think he's going to help that. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like if, if that yeah. was if that was originally the case and then they came to an agreement to an agreement that, OK, we're going to try to trade you. So in the meantime, stay away. If the team is telling you to stay away, that's one thing. Right. But. If the team was like, you better show up for training camp. And he's like, nope, not going to do that. Oh, you better start showing up for, you know, preseason. Nope, not going to do that either. And then when they start saying, like, we're going to find you. And now all of a sudden, oh, I can't play because I'm having some issues outside of the game. Right. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. No, right, I mean, hold on. Hold on. Just like, yeah. I want to join you guys. But, you know, I just, <laughs> I'm not ready to play. But I, but I think it was like legitimately Ben Simmons that said in the offseason, like, my trade value has nothing to do with me. So I don't want to be there. I'm making it known. I don't want to be there. I don't have to worry about my trade value. Like I hope they get nothing for me. Just trade me. Cause I'm not playing. Yeah. Yet. And then on top of that, they're like, okay, you, you're saying that you need some, you know, a specialist to, to speak with. They're providing the, the mental health specialist, and he's refusing to 
go by whatever he says or he or she says. It's just like, yeah, yeah I'll no. talk to this person, but like whatever they say is bullshit. It's like, then what, what are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the progress, Mike? I know. It's like uh, we're providing you this service. We're telling you that we're su- we support you, but yet you don't you don't want to do what you want to do. Yeah, I think there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of unknowns in the situation, but at the same time, the way things look, it's not uh, it's not necessarily the uh, you know like Ben Simmons is not a victim in this situation. Yeah, you and know? what team is, and what team is gonna is, and is gonna kill themselves to try to trade for this guy? If, yeah, no, you, I, you're, you're, you're like. What's the what's the what's the end game here? What's the what's the benefit of even trying to come up with a, a trade to to have this guy come here if we we're, we're not even sure if it's this is the real deal or not? Can the seventy sixers buy him out? That's a lot of money, bro. <laughs> it's like he's gonna leave a lot of money no, on the table. No, yeah. no, but what if they were like what if they were like fine, we'll buy you out for thirty million dollars. We'll give you thirty million dollars. But the rest of the contract, like you're eating that, we'll buy you out. You can go be a free agent anywhere else you want to be. He he wouldn't do that. That's not in his best benefit to do that. Guess what? It definitely isn't a mental health issue. Then you know what I mean? Like well, that. I would call. I I would say he's got to raise that stock up, man. Otherwise, otherwise, plus, he's gonna take a flyer for like some some G League deal or something like that. Yeah. Because that's how that's how that's how bad things can get in the NBA if you don't get back out there. You know. Plus, plus, he's a he's a Rich Paul client. You think he's going to let that happen? Hey, I I think that if if Rich Paul sees that he can get a max deal with a team that he wants to get a max deal with, like then I think he would take that in a second. Well, I mean, it's not looking good right now in Philly overall. I mean, you know, they were like number one in the in the in the East a week ago, four five straight. Yeah, they were eight and two to start the season, and 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 B goes down, and obviously Simmons ain't coming back anytime soon. And now all of a sudden, you know, Maxi doesn't look that doesn't look like a you know a hot commodity anymore. Shake Shake isn't doing his thing. Shake's not doing his thing, you know, you know. Can't have just uh, you know Tobias as your only scorer. <laughs> He's supposed to be the perfect third option though, right? That's, that's right. Exactly. But this is why we let this is why we let Jimmy Butler walk. Uh, isn't that right, Mr. Mr. Philly? Look out for Philly, right? Right, dude. <laughs> it just looks down. You looking at me? Uh, a, a la 2019, I think it was. Whoa, 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 whoa. I said Philly was great when Jimmy Butler was there. Once Jimmy Butler left, I said Philly sucks. Yeah, I know. Pre-Jimmy. I mean, no. Yeah. Post, post-Jimmy. Yeah, pre-Tobias, I guess. Yeah. No, Tobias is a bonus guy. You don't have, yeah, that's right. You don't, you don't feature Tobias Harris, what you said. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy, Ben. I mean, and and guess what? If Ben wanted to pull this down, then then you got Jimmy, Tobias, and then B. Yeah. Now Jimmy's doing his thing in Philly. Brought a team to uh, he if he brought Bam to an NBA championship in the bubble, like to to NBA Finals. I mean, he could have brought MB to an NBA Finals. All right. Well, let me ask you this. And and obviously the pitch in Miami, I think was 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 hard to turn turn down, right? But how much are you? feel like maybe Ben Simmons has something to do with it. You know, maybe he looked at Ben Simmons just like, I don't know if this guy's a pillar. Yeah, I was yeah. I was thinking I was just thinking that. Like the same way the same way he felt in Minnesota. At that time there was a lot of speculation that he was just I don't know if this guy's a max guy because he's not dumb. He's like this is one of your main pillars. Like I don't know if I'm buying into this, you know. Yeah, he was like holding out to get traded from from Minnesota. He's like these dudes aren't it. These dudes don't they don't work hard. 
He goes to Philly, which was one of his choices or one of his, uh, you know, he said that he wanted to get traded to. And he goes there and he plays. They actually do decent. But then he's just like, nah, man, this ain't it. <laughs> ben, ben is not it. Yo, that team, I mean, shit, that Kawhi Leonard shot, you know, who knows? You know, that doesn't drop. Like, that team, yeah, that team's going to be. That shot could have changed everything. Like, maybe Jimmy stays. That's game six, right? That was game seven. That was game seven. So, second, second round. Second round. So then, then you're talking about then you're talking about the fact that the the Heat um the the seventy sixers are in the Eastern Conference Finals up against um Milwaukee. Yeah, against Milwaukee. You're right. You're right. You're right. Right. And um, I think we all knew Milwaukee was a fraud that year. Like that was just a fraud team. Well, I mean, the fact that two out of the last three years Philly's been made it to the second round. And you lose in Game Seven when they were winning in both series. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we can say what we want about any team that season. The Celtics were the favorite to come out of the East, and they didn't come out of the fucking East because Kyrie. So, like Jimmy Butler, Giannis being a fraud, all that stuff. Kyrie ruined that whole team. So, that's- <laughs> Sean, I'm just putting that out there. You know, in case it's never been out there. You know, yo, Sean, why didn't you warn us about Kyrie? I don't understand. You were so uh, into it. <laughs> I don't know, bro. <laughs> it sounds like I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, yo, you remember how hype he was? He was like, "Yo, Kyrie's the greatest. He's gonna be the greatest of all time." I was like, "Whoa, I don't know." Man. That was that was that was before I real I I figured out who he was as a person. And- <laughs> <laughs> I could have told you how he was as a person. Actually, I actually, I actually told you guys how he was as a person after his first interview with ESPN. I was like, "If this dude's not happy, like he wasn't happy, you know, with LeBron yeah. two years yeah. later." What makes what makes y'all think he's gonna stay here? Yeah, but Sean, Sean, like a few months, like a couple months into that first season, you were like, I don't know about this dude. Is he a leader though? I was like, all right, I thought you were gonna say that, Sean, because then, you know, no, you're, first, I, you're one of the first people to be like, well, wait a minute, I don't know if this dude's a leader. Though. No, I will say, I, you can you have to give me credit for this. When he started balling out in his first couple months as a Celtic, I was the probably the most critical of him than anyone. Like just being like, I don't. I don't know if I trust this motherfucker. No, but and, but no, that might have been the only time where I think you did because they were the number one seed. No one thought they were after Hayward goes down. I think they lost the first two games and then they went on like a eleven or twelve game winning streak after that. If I'm not mistaken. No, that was the year that they waited to the Eastern Conference Finals. We're talking about yeah, yeah, that, that year. Yeah, that's that, a, that's the, that's the year because Kyrie ends up going down was, before the before the playoffs started. But I, I was down on that team once for a yeah. chunk of that season, they were the number one seed. And yeah. they, when they fell to the second or third seed, but they were the number one seed for a majority of that season without Gordon Haywood. Yeah, I don't know. There's just so many what-ifs could happen. And that second season when Hayward came back and Kyrie just decided to to bail on the team, it was just, that was a, that was a tough, like, everyone wants to say, like, oh, this team isn't, like, fun to root. Like, no, like, look at that team. We sat through that. Like, we're better than we are now. <laughs> we sat like, through we're that. good now. You know what I mean? Like, don't don't try to say this team isn't fun to watch. Like, that, we sat through Kyrie pouting for an entire season <laughs> and losing to the Bucks in the first round. That What was a fraud Bucks team? Yeah. Well, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> That's always going on. All right. Uh, in case you missed it, congrats. This is a, this is weird, by the way. What I'm what I'm about to say, because I don't understand the record if like it doesn't include regular season playoffs. But anyways, congrats to Steph Curry, right, on passing Ray Allen for the most 
three pointers made both regular season and playoffs, but yet he's still behind Allen for the most three pointers made in the regular season. He needs like seventy five more to, to to top Ray Allen. Yeah, someone had a lot more deep playoff runs than Ray Allen. Yeah, yeah. but it's just like, <laughs> like why, but, but why isn't that like together? Why don't they just like for everybody like include the postseason as well? Yeah, I don't know why. It's it's interesting. You know what? Going into uh, the the what do you call it, the playing games or whatever, there were, there was mentioned that like those games don't those stats don't really exist because if you think about it, it's not technically a playoff game. It's yeah. not technically a regular season game. So none of none of those points or any of those stats go towards any player's the, individual statistics. <laughs> playing the playing history if it, if yeah. it keeps going. <laughs> so if you think about it, it's literally the only thing in the NBA that's not technically recorded in the record books. It's only recorded as a win or loss as to what happens to that team's fate, you know, going into the playoffs. I think it should be probably the regular season, but that's just me. Anyways. Yeah, I did. I thought it was weird that it didn't make a bigger deal of it. Like, you know. Yeah, because the bigger deal is, like, for the regular season. So then why Yeah, like, the actual record, right? Yeah. Like, is there? He didn't break the actual record, right? No, he hasn't. He's about, like, 75 away from doing that. But they brought that up. I'm just saying. But anyways. Bro hates this. He's like, damn it. Which one is it? No, Golden State is balling out too right now. Yeah, they're, they're like 10 and 2 right now. So, best record in the league. Did they beat the Nets. <laughs> Did they beat the Nets. Would they beat the Nets? Like, in a, you're talking about in the series? Or no, just, no just, they right? played the Nets what? tonight. Beat the Nets. Oh, they beat the Nets. Did they? I'm oh, asking. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they beat the Nets. <laughs> the way you said it, they were like, oh, yeah, they beat the Nets. I'm like, oh, they did? No, did they? I don't know. I'm asking. <laughs> it's a Tuesday night matchup. The new Tuesday. The teens, yeah. That, that everyone keeps forgetting that it's happening. But anyways. Last week, I'm watching reruns of King of Queens. It makes me all up. Yeah, it's, just, yeah, it's all <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, I'm just watching the the Office episode on mute where Michael Scott uh, promised a bunch of third graders like eight like ten years ago full college tuition, and now the time's up. And then <laughs> graduated high school. Oh, these... <laughs> I gotta watch that one. That's a funny one. I gotta see. Scott's it talk- has really funny episodes. Scott's Scott's Tots is what the program was called. He went to a third grade, but he was like like 10 years ago, and then he never realized that it would actually come back. They'd graduate and be asking for their full tuition. (laughs) (laughs) After they graduate. Yeah, he's just like, I don't have any of that money. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, they did beat the Nets, and they're actually 12-2 and now, not 10-2. and Good for the uh, best record in the in the league, followed by the Wizards and then the Suns. So it's been an interesting year. All right, uh, in case you missed it, mark this down on your calendar, guys. December eighteenth, Darren Williams will be boxing Frank Gore. If you don't know who Frank Gore is, yeah. he is a former NFL running back, and they are going to be on the undercard of Showtime's Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. Now, how oh. many people are going to buy that fight thinking it's Tyson Fury? I know, right? <laughs> and, this, and this is Fury's only with one R instead of two, <laughs> like Tyson's. <laughs> They're like, yo, Tyson's really, uh, really lowering his standards, you know? He's going to go against Jake Paul? 
<laughs> I don't know if you guys saw the the um the uh, the, the weigh in for Darren Williams and uh, Frank Gore, but uh it was got to be the most uneventful promotional type of event that I've ever seen to try to uh boost ratings for this for this uh undercard fight and it's like it's the undercard who the fuck cares about the undercard so wait why is this happening though do they have like legit beef with each other or is it just like nah it's just they just want to they just want to box apparently darren williams this is what he's been doing since he uh retired from the nba uh he's been boxing so this is like it's gonna be his first fight his actual like professional debut so what do you guys think is going on there you guys want to get deep with this because in my opinion I think he's so confused as to what happened to his NBA career. Yes. Yeah. Once yeah. upon a time, Deron Williams yeah. was easily top three, top five, depending on who you're talking to, point guard in the NBA. And then he just fell off the cliff of, yeah. you know, of that conversation. No, I love it because they, they and every, every, uh, every mystery, in my opinion. I don't yeah, know what happened. Every publication that talks about this, they say retired NBA player, but he never retired. He just was never signed again. <laughs> and also, at the age of like 29. It made no, <laughs> no, right? He was barely like 30 years old. It, they tried. He tried to woke up one day. He was just trash. Like, yeah, oh, it's like, yo, I was like a, a starter on an NBA Finals team, and then like I only played one game, and they they didn't use me again. It's like, all right, cool. When it came to uh, playing in Cleveland, but yeah, I'm with <laughs> He's you, like, bro. He yelled at me every day. And yeah. all of a sudden, I, <laughs> I tried to play in Dallas, and even Mark Cuban just cut me for no reason. But you know. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, just, I think he's he's been trying to figure out what the fuck happened over the last like decade of his life. Was he the guy that got super jacked, though? No, that was, no, Mike, no, Bibby. That was Mike Bibby. <laughs> uh, uh, that was the that was the mini me looking motherfucker that got swole. All right, that's a whole uh, other story. Uh, I, I totally, I totally assumed that, that looks he, like steroids. <laughs> oh yeah, I just assumed Deron Williams was on steroids, like the Mike. Nah, Mike nah. I'm looking at it as a, the the picture of this like fight, and Deron Williams looks exactly the same as when he played basketball. All right, all right. Well, Frank Gore is gonna say that again. Got that Frank jealous. Gore is gonna fuck him up. Well, that's what that's what looks like is gonna happen because it's e- either way. You, either way you look at it, it's a fucking running back. Like you know, and like NFL players are huge, regardless. The way you look at it, every single thing on that card is fixed. And every Jake Paul, Logan Paul fight is fixed. And it doesn't matter. They're making money because people are fucking stupid. And they realize, oh, let's throw Jerron Williams versus Frank Gore in a fight. Literally people that are like, yeah, I'll take a paycheck. It doesn't matter to me. I'm like, what what do I have to lose to go in? Who's going to win this WWE fucking boxing match. That's it. Like, that's stupid. Yeah, Frank Gore is also a player too that never like officially retired. He isn't just a guy that never got picked up again. Yeah, it's just stupid. This whole thing is stupid. This whole friggin' WWE boxing bullshit is just ridiculous. And the fact that the whole population, uh, or you know, enough people in the population of the United States are buying this. Is just ridiculous, and like <laughs> honestly, honest, I bet you, I bet. I can find you guys a link though if you guys want to watch that for free. Yeah, send me the link, bro, for All free. Right. But you know, I mean, I bet you for a fact that anybody's <laughs> like, I can't believe people will pay for this, but yeah, send me the pirate link. Yeah, <laughs> well, eighty percent of the people that buy the fight are actually thinking that Tyson Fury is going to fight Jake Paul. Like, I think that like is a really that's why that's why they're doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck to uh, 
Duran. Remember, guys, December 18th, okay? Right before Christmas. And last but not least, in case you missed it, voting is now open, guys. Listen to this. Voting is now open to select who should make the 75th anniversary All-Celtics team. That's right. The All-Celtics team. You can cast your vote. For Wait, hold on. They're, they're going to list 75 greatest Celtics players? No, 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 no. Let, let, let me finish. You can vote for the first, second, and third team. So 15 players from any decade, any era. They're all up there. On You go to Celtics.com. You, you can cast your vote. And I, No, but no, what I'm saying is are the Celtics announcing 75 the best players? No, no, no. This is just for the fans. The Celtics are not going to announce that. And I, then this is not a Celtics thing. It's more like just for the fans to interact I with. That excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they would. They do that at some point. But right now, they just want to hear, the, I guess, the input from the fans and get more web hits. Go to Celtics.com to cast your vote for 15 players that you think should be on the 75th anniversary All Celtic team. You guys want to just uh, do the list ourselves and meet up next weekend about it? Uh, yeah, we can. Yeah, that sounds like a good episode. Word, Tom Day fans are making. I mean, we did we did kind of do that for like the 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 2010 decade, right? Right before the fucking pandemic. <laughs> ah, yes, everything changed. Everything changed. So yeah, so that I thought that was a that's an interesting, and I can just imagine how many people will vote for random players like Sherman Douglas or some shit. Nah, Sherman ain't getting in, bro. Relax. No, but he's on the list. Though. I've, I've told you, I've been, I've been on this. There's a, there's a list. There's a list of players you could choose from. ML Carr is on this list. Eric Williams is on this list. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I tell you, it's random players from random eras. It's not just you know, you know, all stars and, and and Hall of Famers on this list that you can pick from. Like, is Walter already on the list? Probably. Is he on the list? If though? Eric Williams is on the list, Walter McCarty is on the list. Walter can make a good case because you gotta think about the people who you gotta think about longevity, you know. Yeah. Walter McCarty in the Celtics uniform, great role player, carved out, huge. But then now though? Oh, you're you're going down that road. All right, cool. Just saying, does he (laughs) the list? I don't know what qualifies to make the make for you to make the list, but like there's a list up there that you can you can choose from to vote. John's intrigued, so I'm 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 dying to find out what his what his list are, what his list is of players that he's going to vote for. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's going to do it for this edition of In Case You Missed It. Hit us up on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. Check us out on CausewayStreet.com for your Celtics rumors, news, and opinions. And of course, hit us up on Patreon. You can subscribe on Patreon.com/slash/Causeway. Yes, sir. Season finale is coming up soon, guys. Season one's a wrap. So some of the uh, more recent headlines will be featured. That's coming up soon, for sure. Yep. And and as always, Black Lives Matter. Stop Asian hate. And let's uh, hope for peace in the Middle East. Until next time, we are out. Peace. See you later, guys. Hey, Miss Donna. You're running to my mama. Please tell her I said say something. I'm starting to believe ain't no such thing as heaven's trumpets. No after over. This is it done. If there's a heaven, you would think they let you speak to your son. Maybe she has in the form of a baby's laugh.